I've been called pretty, but never beautiful. And so now you're very special to me. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. Coming to you live from beautiful FingerLakes1.com studios, and Brian's back. And we're back on a Monday. It's almost like everything is coming together as planned. It is. Uh, both of our kids are done with sports for a little while. Uh, nothing else going on. And uh, here we are. So it's pretty cool. Yesterday we had nothing to do. Really? Sunday we had nothing. The Bills didn't play. We had nothing to do. So today Melissa texted uh, Alan, soccer coach, and he signed up for Marcellus. Sweet. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> she so figured one day enough and yep, this was yep, enough. She huh? said, "Yep." She she said, "We're uh, we're good." We, nice. We, That's we, cool. We, uh, did you uh, did you enjoy the last game of the season last week? Uh, it's always good to win. Um, I'd never seen a varsity football. I'd never seen a football coach kicked out of a game before till that night. Oh really? Yeah. So that was always that's interesting. Um, but yeah, the the, the kids uh, they they went out on a, a winning note, so that was good. And uh, now I'm just waiting for Nick to get healed up so we can get back in the weight room and uh, start getting ready for next year. Does he does he do anything in the winter and in the spring? Lift just weights. Lift weights. Run. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, we'll yeah, football camp stuff like that. That's always a good time. Yeah. So getting ready. Um, Nate, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show got started. TJ is waiting in the ways we're already catching up with TJ McCulloch. We got some team lists that we're going to break down that we didn't get a chance to get to. But Nate was asking questions about Blizzard Bash, where it is. He's learning things about Dumbledore Derby, and it turns out he's got a Dumbledore Derby connection. He went to school with Andy Lee. Oh, okay. And they built cars and stuff. Oh, so cool. I mean, Andy's been in the studio before. I, I, I just happened to bump into Andy when uh, they were fixing another. Uh, broken elbow at the sewer junction <laughs> on Chestnut Street. So that's a, that's a conversation for after that's after awesome. the show wraps up. But um, but yeah, TJ's uh, TJ's hanging out with us here, um, getting ready for Buried Alive three. Uh, it, it looks like you're very calm, and I, I feel like maybe you're just uh, putting on a composed face. And, and there's all sorts of chaos and turmoil in the background. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's hard to be. It's hard to be calm in the tornado, but uh, here we are. Now, TJ, um, you were just you were just telling us that this promoting stuff's easy, man, and just it's like done, <laughs> and you're just counting it down. So I mean, don't don't put the front out there, bud. Yeah, okay, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Now, if if anybody ever wants to give it a shot, I'd love to. I'd love to be the one on there, um, telling them everything they're doing wrong, like you guys do to us. <laughs> um, it's it's tough. I mean, it's fun. It's definitely uh, something that. It takes a rare breed. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a lot easier, personally, um, than it is. And it's turned out to be an evolving thing that is really cool to try to, to chase because the drivers change what they want, the fans change what they want, and trying to chase that rabbit all the time and, and try not to go down rabbit holes uh, and, and you know, throw something against the wall that doesn't stick is really tough, especially with the things that we do to try to be different. And 
it's been fun trying to figure out what's best for dead man and what's best for the drivers. And because sometimes we don't have the same opinions, but they don't also get to pick either. I think that's one of the things that, that you've um, really done a good job at here probably in the last year or so is you've been able to block out a lot of the static and block out the noise and, and make the decisions that are going to be right for dead man and let the cards fall where they fall. I mean, and, and you're reaping some of the benefit of that. You know, by all, by all intents and purposes, Buried Alive is going to have, what, probably approaching 400 cars uh, pre-registered. So, you know, you're going to knock 30% off of that just, just on the count of because. But, but still, I mean, you're, you're, you're quickly approaching outgrowing another venue. It's humbling. Um, we have an amazing, amazing group of fans, an amazing group of drivers that support us uh, through and through. Um, we have a large group of people that come to every single dead man show that we, that we promote. Um, we had people travel to Indiana from the East coast this year and follow us, which was just awesome to see. Uh, we've tried some new things and, and it's kind of seems like, um, every time we try something crazy and different, there's a group of <laughs> crazy people that are like, well, I'll try it, you know? And, you know, I always said that it, it takes crazy people to do certain things. And that's definitely something that we need in our sport. And, I just feed off of that energy that those those drivers uh, sometimes they'll message me and be like, what if we did this? And I'm like, wow, OK, that's really dangerous. And if I'm saying that's really dangerous, I'm like, we got to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've we've tried some things. Um, we had to cancel the the, the driver with a death, death wish in the two man extreme, which was going to be the uh, one driver facing forward, one driver facing backwards, because when I sat down at six foot one, in the passenger side of the car with the pedals, my head was literally four inches away from the header pipe. And I was like, this is not good. <laughs> so, so we, uh, we decided to um, just keep the name dead man, a figure of speech. Yeah. Good idea. Probably, probably a wise choice. Um, sitting out there still is, uh, I don't believe at this point there's been any repercussions yet. Has there? No, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause uh, we have uh, Danny Dular and greg white both uh won day of the dead reaper contracts they got the urn now what that gives them if you guys don't know what that is is a free ticket anytime they don't have to tell me they're coming they don't they don't have to they just have to come through inspection that day they got a pass and then they get two extra fix-it plates on top of the max of the rules then they get to come in late with the reapers straight into the feature and any show that they want. And we have two $15,000 to win shows coming up at Buried Alive. And I'm kind of thinking it, what better place to cash that in, you know, to not have to worry about any of the bad luck that can go on in a, in a heat and just go straight to the feature with a fresh car and, you know, eight fix-it plates. That answered that right there. Is it going to be a fresh car? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would, it would definitely be nice. Yep, it's it, – and- but so so that raises a great question is a fresh car the best thing always in a feature um or is a packed like after you've had two or three hours to work it you know like let a guy lay over the quarter panels nice and tight over top of the because our quarters have to remain upright so when you start your your quarter panels and your trunk isn't as strong as it can be after you take two or three hits and people climbing in the back and pushing the quarters over it's going to make that rear end a lot stronger um, is it better to have a fresh one or maybe a lightly pre-ran car? I, I don't know, but we're going to find out. I think, uh, I know that, uh, so Danny Dular is, is, is 16. So that a lot of people don't know that he's coming, he's coming off a big win 
there, kind of maybe a, a surprise win. And now he's coming into possibly the biggest derby of his life. I, I, I got to hope that he's sitting there shaking a little bit, you know, like, because let's face it, anything that I do always has a twist to it. And though mm-hmm. you may have a giant advantage as a reaper, it's going to be a giant target on your back when I announce in the driver's meeting that you're cashing in. Right. True. Right. You know, so, I mean, that's how I would look at it. Like, oh, no, now we got a fresh car in here, two extra fix-it plates, you know. And everybody had the same right to try to earn that. It was just only the few that were brave enough to to go through Day of the Dead, which was a bloodbath, um, to, to earn that opportunity. And now they're going to reap the benefits, hopefully. Well, I mean, you, you were talking about what worked and, and talking about the changes and the twists and stuff that you're, you're – uh apt to try and and i think this is one of the things that really did work um whether you're going to have a fresh car whether you're going to run something that maybe you picked up used and and just massaged a little bit either way i I still think that there's 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 the two extra plates and and the fact that we already you you earned that spot because you were driving hard to begin with so you know it's somebody that's that's got the capabilities of of driving a violent feature yeah, I mean, well, you're going – you have to run – if you didn't know the format for Day of the Dead out there, guys, it was um, – we ran heats that would not – you were not allowed to go over 10 minutes in the heat. Mm-hmm. And we weren't going to pull any Reapers before two minutes. And after the two minutes, if you deserved it, we were going to take two Reapers out of each heat. And these guys had to drive harder than everybody else in their heat to be noticed, survive – for a couple minutes and then have enough car to go back out in the feature against everybody else who did the same thing to qualify for that. And, and the features were, you know, 15, 12 minutes long. I mean, it was, they were fast paced because you have a bunch of crazies out there. And basically the whole uh, idea behind it was, I wanted to give the guys that put on the show a really good chance at their first big money win. Mm -hmm. And that's, that was the whole idea behind all this, that anybody could win it. And, uh, you know, Greg White and Mel White, the, the drama, it came down to those two in the super stock class and Mel White's disappointment banging on the steering wheel because he knew how important that was. And when I, I tell you, when I pulled that contract out of that urn and presented it to him and I signed it, signed that paper there, their eyes were like, it's real. Like, this is a huge opportunity for me because $15,000, I don't care what anybody says. It, life-changing money is any amount of money that changes your current situation. So 15000 extra dollars tomorrow versus today is life-changing money. Yeah, that's that would definitely come in handy for uh, most anybody. But, and, I mean, that's, <clears throat> you know, we've we've seen the uh, the videos of, of your shows, and, I mean, man, they uh, it's rare to have to talk to anybody about, you know, hey, we, we're, we're not hitting enough. So obviously you've you know you you've drawn in a, a group of guys that really likes to put on a show so i mean you know it's you know even if even if guys you know they show up at two run for for the you know to, to to just junk stuff i mean it's it's going to add to the feature i mean if they're not there to win they're they're going to ruin people's days so i mean it's you know i think it's it'll really add to the feature if, if you know in fact they do show up for that yeah and it, it's really cool because like if you've ever been to one of our features where we let the reapers in late the pace is is decent it's it's pretty good and then that five minute mark hits and we remember we don't red flag it we let them in hot yeah and it just changes it i mean that the crowd starts going you i'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it like you can just feel it and that's what i've always said about a dead man event if you've never been there i really do believe and maybe i'm just crazy 
but it's a feeling like you can actually feel it's palpable. Like it, it's so intense and so strong when those reapers come in and it's like, like Steve Seifel last year, he was waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. And he literally just threw his wagon sideways right in the middle of the, of the opening and wouldn't let him come in. And, and Yank's sitting back there and Yank's got white knuckles, uh, chin up on the steering wheel going, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, plow through him. Plow through him. So he come in there hot, just plowing through him. And all of a sudden it just went haywire and it just, it never stopped. It just kept the pace going. And that's why we've never had a feature go over 48 minutes yet. Yeah. Which I mean, for the, for the way those cars are put together, I mean, that's a great time. I mean, mm-hmm. those cars are, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're built to dish out and withstand, you know, a lot of punishment. And, you know, the fact that they're, you know, and with the caliber drivers, you know, they're done in 48 minutes. I mean, that's, that's, that, that's getting after it pretty hard. It also keeps yeah, it entertaining. I, yeah. No, go ahead. Just to have that, that 48 minute mark and nothing going any over that, it doesn't get stale. No. You know, you still have enough up and down, you know, especially with, uh, you know, a couple of red flags where you can see uh, the, the initial start and then the fatigue and then the Reaper and uh, the, the Reapers are released. So you can still see a couple, two or three of those adrenaline dumps mm-hmm. with the pace going up and down. Yep. But it doesn't get long in the tooth to where you're looking at it thinking, man, I, 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 it's, it's come on, come on, <laughs> fuel economy. We need a pit stop kind of thing, you know. <laughs> 45 minutes is 45 minutes no matter what. Everybody's going to be able to make it to the end. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's true. And we definitely take pride in that. You know, we, we ask our drivers at the beginning. It's not a tell. It's, hey, guys, listen. You know, we have a reputation that we like to uphold. We have an expectation of pace. Um, don't be the guy that we have to make an example out of. And, and we appreciate it because we don't have to usually go out and tell many people throughout, you know, give them a little turn up here and there. But I mean, for the most part, they handle it themselves. And what I really enjoy is, is that we have half the guys out there that don't want to drive hard. Half the other guys are like, well, if they're not going to drive hard, I'm going to drive through them. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome. That's what I've always said about if anybody ever had a problem with how, like, I drove or somebody else drove and, and they weren't driving hard, well, they go do something about it. And they do. When they when they show up, they get after it. And, you know, some of those guys aren't, aren't used to that kind of pace. And, you know, Ken Cascadden talked to me about the, the first year of Buried Alive 1 when we did this Reaper thing. He, he, he had an internal clock. And, and he said when he got to about that three-and-a-half-minute mark, he worked his way down to that end. And he was so worried about the Reapers, he ended up getting himself wedged in that corner and ended up losing his time clock. And, and he ended up being eliminated from that mainly because he was focused on that. And it's like any time I can get in a driver's head and have them thinking about something else, it, I, I love that. I, I absolutely love that. And I, I, I want to make people feel uncomfortable on the track but still keep them safe. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's <laughs> something, you know, that that a lot of people don't think of is, you know, when you start do where when you do start sending guys out on that track. They are coming in hot, and how many of them are gonna take a full track shot? And I mean, you know, if you're in the middle of battling with somebody and someone hits you in a, a right front tire at 40, and you don't see it coming, you know that that ends your night. So I mean, it's it's definitely something you know that that guys have to be aware of, and uh, you know, it's it's definitely it, it's definitely add, or it definitely adds to the uh, the show. I mean, it's you know I and like I said, I you know I, I enjoy enjoy both styles, but I mean. I can see somebody come out of nowhere at 40 and <laughs> take a front tire off a car. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of a bonus. So it's definitely cool. And, uh, you know, and Brett Royer once told me, you know, we were talking and he's like, that's why I like to stay in the middle of track because then you can only get hit half track. You can't get hit full track. So, you know, I, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, guys told you that, you know, they were working back to the other end. So, you know, definitely it's, 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 
a one of a kind show. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me about the dead man show and, you know, about how you do things and they're like, man, he's, he's kind of crazy. Some of the stuff does. And I said, yeah, I said, that's why people go. That's why it's been successful. You know, there's, I mean, there's, there's only so many things different you can do. I mean, I think we've seen or heard about pretty much everything being smashed that can be. So, I mean, in order to make yourself a niche, you have to find a way to be a little bit different to draw, you know, to draw people in. And I definitely think that's something that, that you have a, a stranglehold on right now. And it's, you know, every year, you know, like you said, you know, you're, you're, you're always thinking about what you can do to change it or, you know, how you can improve it a little bit. So, you know, I, I, I definitely have thought, you know, that, that this is, you know, it's really neat the way you do things and, you know, it, it shows on the track. I mean, you know, full stands, full pits, it's, it, you know, something, something right is definitely going on down there. Well, I mean, I think the fans, I mean, it, in my opinion, seven, eight years ago, if you've been to one derby, you've been to all derbies based on you're going to show up, you're going to see cars crash. Some are more exciting than others. Some have more cars. Some have different classes. But we've kind of seen that narrative every single day. And it's like, what can we do to capture not just the driver's attention, but also drive you know, capture the people that pay the drivers, which is the fans. And what can we do for entertainment value? And, and I, and I am not embarrassed to say, I, I take a lot of ideas from wrestling and, and, and things like that because it's, it's sports entertainment. I want to be a sports entertainer in, in, in all aspects of promoting as well. Um, but just like things like they usually say no hearses. Well, for the first year we didn't allow hearses. So this is the first year that the super stock class you actually allowed hearses we wrote specific rules in there for hearses so is somebody going to bring a hearse that could be cool like that's something that not everybody gets to see and you're and that's when that fan doesn't know that that even exists as a possibility they show up and they they go oh my gosh that's a hearse like this could be really cool you know and that's just another thing it's like hey we're dead man why are we not allowing hearses you know it was mm-hmm. kind of like a no-brainer at that point in time but trying to push the envelope all the time is something that i will continue to do and uh, i when when people say tj you never know what he's gonna do the problem is that sometimes i don't even know what i'm gonna do until i feel it in the moment and i'm like yes let's do this i mean that reaper thing was 15 minutes before the feature <laughs> jacob gilliam came to me he's like hey you like switching things up what about this and i was like yes we're doing it and we and we did it and it, it's just it can happen at any point in time uh, mark elliott and i we were the ones that kind of just birthed the uh the fatal four ways and the triple threat consolations and mixed that all up on the drivers and people are literally afraid to park next to their friends any, anymore because i might throw you against them mm-hmm. but it's i mean and, and that's you know like I said, it's 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 different, and you found a way to be different, and it's you know that's that's why people are 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 uh, you know welcome to or they're they're opening their arms to it because it's it is it's you know I mean you've kind of like you said you've kind of seen everything once and you know sometimes you got to do things to spice it up. I mean, you know I'm still waiting for the 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 bikini mud bath match or something, but you know I I. Uh, Chris is shaking his head. Um, you know, maybe we could work into something like that eventually. I mean, you know, each promoter puts up, you know, like a, a trophy girl. They can have a. a, a so Buried Alive Three is going to be the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth in Dunbar, Pennsylvania, and uh, it, the the show itself. Um, and when we were talking earlier, without getting into a lot of the specifics on it, exactly, it's this is this has been set up all year long to be. The, the crown jewel. This is set up to be the biggest 
derby that you guys uh, put on as a whole with Dead Man, and it's the third edition of it, so you've been able to walk through it a couple different times now. Um, is this is it fair to say that this is this is all in on it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be the biggest and the best? It's it's so hard to to not be emotional um, when it comes to anything you put passion into, and mm-hmm. and this, of course, myself, my wife, my friends, my my awesome Reaper crew that we have, from the front gate person all the way down to to people that clean up the track and everything, we've worked so hard to get to this point, mm-hmm. and people people forget that Buried Alive Three will be our two year anniversary two years and it feels like five seven and because we've had so many bumps in the roads and and just learning experiences and trying to figure out what's best for dead man and what's best for our drivers and and payouts and and stuff and sometimes it gets scary and sometimes it's it's fun and just it's nothing but excitement and then sometimes it's just it's it's so many emotional roller coaster highs and lows on on just every little thought process and it's enough to drive you insane but Yes, we have we have pushed our chips 100% all in on Buried Alive 3 to be the biggest, the best, the fastest paced, the one show that you cannot miss, Buried Alive 3. That's what we've pushed our chips in. And we have the drivers that I know are going to come and put on an amazing show. We're just hoping that the fans come and because that atmosphere is what I thrive on. And it gets me and Mark Elliott going back and forth. It gets the drivers amped up and everybody wants to win, but everybody would love to win in front of 5,000, 6,000 people standing on their feet or win a Reaper award, standing on your feet. And, and we've pushed our chips all in to make this the best atmosphere that we've ever had. I mean, we are literally, we're bringing uh, a lot of stuff for the kids. We're going to have some really cool like gadgets and stuff like that that you'll see like that just kind of, make the the derby look like dead man um decoration wise and then you know the music um we're bringing in extra speakers to absolutely rock that mountain base underneath the grandstand so when we hit the purge you can actually feel the bottom of your legs rattle i mean just like just creating that huge atmosphere and then like we have you know bounce houses for the kids we have we have an inflatable boxing ring for anybody that wants to fight each other because they're not agreeing on the track Come on out, fight each other there. Maybe we got some grudges we want to settle. We've got everything for, we have 18 vendors coming. If you want a part, it's there. Amazing food from breakfast, everything. We've we've spared no penny. We've put it all out there for everybody. And basically what I'm saying out there is, is if you cannot be happy with what we've presented for Buried Alive 3, I don't think the dead man can make you happy. And I'm, I'm going to stand on that and, and say that we're coming to impress and I hope to impress every single person that comes to that front gate. Well, it's it's certainly a high bar right there. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, Absolutely. I like it. It's um, and and I also like the fact that you're kind of keeping uh, the demolition derby world honest with it too. Like, look, I mean, we're doing everything we can to make the right decisions. We're doing everything we can business wise. We're doing everything we can entertainment wise. If at some point, if you don't like it, then I guess maybe it's just not for you. But uh, I, I was getting a little bit anxious. I was waiting for the I was waiting for the references to come because TJ was saying something about down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah! And I I, I wanted to <laughs> I heard it. I, I don't know if you did, but I, I was I was waiting for the white rabbit. Yes, stuff and, I yeah yeah because he has reappeared. Don't lie to the ones you love, TJ. Don't lie to the ones you love. Listen, uh, all I can say 
to my drivers is I'm going to do some horrible things and I'm not going to apologize for them. <laughs> um, I go where the circle takes me. Howdy, TJ. <laughs> awesome. Uh, any uh, final final thoughts? Any final details or anything like that? We got We got We do have a, a break coming up. We're gonna break down some some Blizzard Bash lists. You're welcome. To, I know you had a lot of stuff that you planned on, and you're also trying to trying to get to bed at some night this week. <laughs> um, so if you wanted to hang around for another segment, we, you're more than welcome to. Um, or we can let you go because I know uh, Kayla's watching in the back, pointing at the wrist, saying we got a lot of stuff to do today. She's actually at the market. Um, uh, she had to, she took a break. I mean, she's. Uh, that's that's one thing I want to give a huge shout out to my awesome wife, who is my 100% partner in crime when it comes to this stuff. Um, she's my checks and balances, and she's everything for me to to be able to do what I'm trying to do for you guys. So anything that I'm able to do for you, it's because she's standing behind me and supporting me. So a huge shout out to Kayla and to, to Dead Girl and everything. We hope to see just a lot of new faces this year. Um, we hope to impress. Um, we hope to live up to the expectations because that's the hardest thing is is that when somebody puts you on a pedestal and and thank god we've been mentioned with some of the greatest promoters and the greatest um shows in the country and just to be mentioned with that's humbling um you know just to try to live up to the kind of pace that a blizzard bash brings or you know to live up to the kind of car count that a, that a bash for cash can 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 pull is just it's awesome and and just to be mentioned in in those type of sentences with those people is humbling and i just hope that everybody gives dead man a chance to to impress and just comes out and just enjoys what looks like beautiful weather and just a great time of camaraderie with everybody from the from the derby uh vendors to the fans and everything and and we hope that if you're not there that you're watching and supporting us and and keep us in your prayers and and just uh enjoy the show guys it's going to be a wild one hey just just one thing quicker are you going to have your belt from uh iron city nationals and sign an autograph that night as well as a driver or what well see i i thought it was really cute that iron city nationals this year had three heats to determine the number one contender for my belt um i thought that that was cool um, but I don't, I, I told Mel White, if you win, I'm challenging you one-on-one -on -one, belt for belt. Um, and you know, but I, I don't know. I, I think I, I wanted to, I wanted to come out and cut a nice little heel promo, but I'm, I might be a little bit too good for that for my, for my own good. I might have everybody wanting to kill me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I told Kayla what I wanted to say and she was like, you are not saying that. No, no, no. So plan B. Um, <laughs> we're going to come in a little lighter this year and just, and just come out and just put on a perfect, uh, our version of perfect, um, demolition derby. But, uh, as far as the, uh, I, I can't let it go. I, I just need to know, are you, are you nominating somebody for the mud wrestling thing or were you trying to get in that yourself or what was going well, on? Well, I mean, what if, are you if, doing? If, if you want names, I mean, I could definitely give you some names. I mean, you know, you know how sometimes Kayla tells you, don't say that. I have the same thing with Chris on occasion. So. This is probably one of those times, but I mean, if, if you want names, I'm sure I could come up with a few. Handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't even know what the entry fee for something like that would be, but I know what the exit fee would be for for that. Um, that would be my marriage. So um, I think I'll, I think I'll pass on that one. A good idea. Um, maybe a different promoter might be able to grab one of that. You never know, guys. Um, make sure uh, Brian gets all the royalties for that, though. I like the sounds of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Buried Alive 3 is this weekend. It's the best, biggest and best one yet. Dead Man Demolition Derby is celebrating the two-year anniversary in Dunbar, Pennsylvania. 
this weekend. Um, it's going to be an outstanding show, three days, the 28th, 29th, and the 30th. Uh, only decorations, and then you know for sure there's going to be a couple twists and turns in there as well. And, uh, I, I mean, Brian, it's, uh, it's going to be streamed. You're going to be able to catch that on track shot. So that's out there too. Um, man, uh, I, I wish you the best and, uh, and hopefully everybody stays safe and we will, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll that's what I'm talking soon. about. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good show, TJ. Let me in guys. Have a good one. We'll see yeah. you later. <laughs> so, we're going to set up. We'll take a real quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. We'll talk a little bit more about unified points and, and where things are at, and then we'll dive into some Blizzard Bash stuff. And then there was three, only three events left on the 2022 Unified Point Series chase. There was no action this weekend as everybody is preparing for Dead Man Productions Buried Alive 3. That is going to be in Dunbar, Pennsylvania. That's the 28th, 29th, and 30th of the month to wrap up the month of October. And then two more shows after that, the 12th is Hardcore's Fall Cleanup Show in Dunbar, Pennsylvania. And then the season finale is going to be November the 26th, Coke Promotions overseeing the Turkey Derby in Wabash, Indiana. So no changes from last week's standings. J.D. Lorraine with the win over there at the Preble Cleanup Show. He is leading with 192 points. Steven Sickles next in line with 138 points. Ty Richards with 68. Ty for fourth. Trevor Jones and Scotty Drevenak. That'll go back on the uh, tiebreakers. So there will be an official fourth and fifth place there. Dennis Hogan, 56 points. Don Santel, 55 points to his credit. Bill Miller, 53. Mark Metz with 50. Cody Klumke rounds out the top 10 with 42 points. Again, online for additional information, visit the 527 Unified Series dot com or check out uh, mark elliott's facebook page there was some virtual unified point series action over the weekend as well the two-man nationals overseen uh by brandon reimer veto 324 gaming hosting this one the two-man nationals results the team show Leland wardell and ryan phillips taking the win there gavin and herb elkins were second in the team show johnny alexander and alex sager were third on the team show they got to go wesley lutenheisen ended up winning that one darren zoff jr was second kelby miners from uh circle z was third that team show because it was heat's uh, consolation feature that did pay double points the remaining schedule there's four shows to go october 28th and 29th that's this weekend crash course nationals five all of that registration is done and a bit of a unique format for that one november 4th and 5th the stars fall show november 19th is the turkey derby that's again coke promotion the season's going to wrap up december the 10th with the december devastation again with veto 324 gaming leaderboard at this point no change in the top five but there's a little bit of a shake up down there towards the bottom kyle homer out in front with 80 points then andrew hernandez with 70 points michael coons 52 earl rath and colin wiley 50 points each rowdy burns 48 points anthony hernandez seventh place with 46 points herb elkins jumped up to eighth with that second place finish in the double points event with 42 points trevor Mulder. Johnny Shanks, Zach Drummond, and now Alex Sager joining them tied in a four-way break for ninth place, 36 points each after Alex took third in the team show over there. Uh, up top, Kyle Homer and Andrew Hernandez both entered for action this weekend at the Crash Course Nationals 5. Again, for additional details and anything else you want to know about Mark Elliott, 527 announcing Unified Series, jump online, 527unifiedseries.com. The 2022 Hardcore Tour is set to wrap up November the 12th. They've got their fall cleanup show. $100 entry, 100% payback, plus $500 from Hardcore to the Limited Weld full-size class. 
$60 entry, 100% payback, and $500 from Hardcore to each of the Hardcore Compacts, Hobby Stocks, and Street Stock Compacts. $50 entry, 100% payback for the Youth Compacts, Youth Full Size, Bone Stock Full Size, and the Minivans, Trucks, and SUVs. All that goes down at the Fayette County Fairgrounds in Dunbar, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for additional rules or additional information, jump online at HardcoreDerbyPromotions.com or jump on their very active Facebook page and check in with Frankie Guy. Once again, Hardcore's 2022 season going to wrap up November the 12th at the Fayette County Fairgrounds in Dunbar. Online, HardcoreDerbyPromotions.com. And we are back. Uh, the live chat is really hopping tonight. It's always good. Christy Germain's hanging out in there. Jason Droves is watching along. Frankie Guy's watching as well. So certainly do appreciate that. And uh, Matty Ice, Matt Evans, is uh, is checking in. Thanks for the stars, sir. I don't know Dude. if we want to call him Matty Ice anymore. He just got benched. Because he's cold? Yeah, beyond cold. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know to, gotta know when to... When to hold him, when to fold him. Uh, I guess, and yeah. Fold yeah. him. Be aware, man. Read the room. Maybe he's overstayed your welcome, I suppose, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw some of the some of the uh, comments that some folks were hoping that the Dead Man show, um, excuse me, that the Buried Alive show could someday end up at Upperco, in Maryland, which they they have a lot of space there. It would it would probably you know mm-hmm. conceivably it would work. And then somebody in the live chat was also suggesting we have uh, demolition derby mud bogs, which is an interesting twist on things. But um, and then uh, I, I, I missed who I missed who had said it, um, but. TJ wants everybody to drive hard, but they, they feel that he's the biggest bagger uh, of all time. Um, hey, like you said, all I got to do is come out on the track and challenge him. I guess right? so, right? Yep, yep. Uh, so we've got the, the Blizzard Bash lists um, that we're going to be jumping into a little bit to kind of talk about any of the changes that have, that are forthcoming with the with the, the team brackets and the team shakedown. Of course, it was last year. Um, Mike Worth ended up finishing things off uh got the win for for team bush light which what a what a turnaround for them i mean a couple years ago they were knocked out they had to win their way back in they did Mm -hmm. so and then they became the first team that's ever been able to come from the qualifying side even though they were lifers um they got knocked out Mm -hmm. and they came back through that qualifying side and got to the main event and uh you know nobody had steering at the end of it and it was uh, mike worth that was able to go nose to nose there with lyrely and it took the crazy iowans out which was another team that's i mean just looking at what the national bracket has has become now that we've had it, it's i think it's at least 50 percent turnover mm-hmm. now with new teams having yeah. new teams being eliminated and, and new teams coming in um it's if it was possible to become more stacked it has oh yeah definitely i mean you know it's we, we've said it year after year that it's you know it, it's so hard i mean if you lose that first if you lose your first round matchup you're really battling up you know uphill all weekend and you know we've just seen some people that haven't been able to overcome it and you know it doesn't matter how good a driver you are how good your car is when you have bad luck it's it's just something you can't beat you know Mm -hmm. and we've seen it in all forms of motorsports and you know we've just seen some teams go out there and just have terrible luck and it you know it bites them in the butt and you know they're they're eliminated and then again you know we have a year like uh when steve siopa was out there and went out and uh todd's wagon and had pretty much the entire heat after him and that Concy, and there was nothing left of the car, but he got down deep enough to keep from losing the spot. Right. I mean, he, you know, that was that was one of the best shows put on of just, you know, somebody taking body blows for, I don't know, had to be an hour. Guys were just, you know, beating on him, and, you know, he was doing what he could to, to keep mobile and, and uh, 
you know, just just fought his ass off to, and I mean, the the, the crowd picked up on him what was going on, and he became a, a crowd favorite. Right. And that Conti, I mean, the the entire place was cheering for him. Because if was, I'm not mistaken, when he pulled out, it was a chorus of boos, wasn't oh, there? I don't I don't remember, but I mean, it was. I think he was the only one from the team that made. He it was out, the only one he? out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, he was a lone ranger, and. You know, it was obvious that there was uh, numerous teams that had decided that he was going to be the one to take out. And, you know, they did everything they could, and he just kept kept going. So, um, you know, we, we always, you know, every year there's there's something, a new storyline. So it's, mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting to, to see what happens. Well, there's there's, there's certainly always storylines. So just to, just to double back real quick, the there's two divisions that are paying $15,000, which means there's two divisions that are offering double points at uh at buried alive three so that's a big turning point now right now jd lorene he's got things under wraps he's got things all covered up mm-hmm. you don't have to really worry about who's going to be the champion at the yeah. end of this thing i i don't think because there's only four derbies left yeah, I, I and think nothing else is nothing yeah. else besides uh this one here at buried alive um i don't believe there's any other ones that are double points mm-hmm. so that being said um, there's still some battles to be determined further back, and one of those is Scotty Drevenak. Mm-hmm. Scotty Drevenak Jr., uh, he's been chipping away and chipping away, and, and word is he's bringing two cars. Wow. So he's got some of it. Now, you can only score your best finish position, but if you don't have two cars, you're stuck with whatever you get. You, know, yeah. you can always better things. So yep. so I'm hoping that, that, that Scotty can, can break that tie. Right now I think he's sitting somewhere around fourth or fifth. And uh, you might be able to make some inroads and climb up into that, that, that top three spot. It's, it's something that's um, it's certainly doable for him. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of talent there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and we've seen him. I mean, we saw him, you know, at, at Bash for Cash. We've seen him, you know, drive at the pace that, that they were driving at Bash for Cash. And then at uh, Iron City, we've seen him get after it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, you know, he is definitely a, uh, a driver that can, you know, he's, he's learning how to drive at any pace. And uh, so he's he's definitely a threat to to collect big points there. I think he I think he likes the the, the more metered pace. Yeah, versus, I, mean, I would I, assume. But I, I don't mean, think it's... I don't think anybody else would argue that. I would <laughs> I would much rather be able to pick a car apart than have to go wide open and get bounced around like that, right? It's a lot more fun to drive fast. <laughs> as long as you're the hammer, fast. not the nail, I suppose. Well, you know, I mean, it's yeah. I've I haven't been I haven't taken many hammers, so I've dished a few out. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, Mike Razan tuning in. I hope I said his last name right. Razan. I've known him forever, and I'm still not 100% sure how to say his last name. Uh, with, uh, with with J and J Derby Promotions, he's he's checking in. Um, the whole uh, the whole perspective of of some of the stuff that TJ was saying and how he's got his his uh, his dialogue and and his name is. Uh, mentioned around some of the some of the top promoters in the country, and we 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 talk a lot about Smash It and and things of that nature. Um, and he he's earned the spot at the table in two years. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I mean, it's you know, yes, he does pay good money, but you know, he, he's doing he's got to be doing something right because he keeps getting cars coming back. Um, and we've seen he's numer- got cars coming from a long ways away. Yeah, and we've seen numerous shows where. You know, big money's offered, and they only draw eight, ten, fifteen, twenty cars. You know, so it's it's obvious that that he's doing what it takes to get guys to come back. So, and he was telling me a story. You know, early on there were some there were some struggles, and you know he was listening to some of the uh, he's listening to some of the some of the chorus, mm-hmm. and saying you know if you do this and you do this, it'll fill up instantly. And yeah. and they paid crazy money, and he's he's paid all the money. Yep. But 
you know, he took a bath yeah. on a couple of those early ones. So, I mean, I, I, I'm really glad that he's, he's been you able know, to get to a point where he's, uh, he's benefiting from all the effort that, the, that they put in as a whole. You know, and it, it's tough. I mean, you know, we, we over the last almost 10 years, um, close, you know, we've, we've seen all sorts of shows and we've seen all sorts of, of different variations in shows as, as far as classes and stuff. And unfortunately, in our travels, um, everywhere we've gone, somebody's complained. You know what I mean? Um, so at, at the end of the day, you know, as a, and I'm, I've only helped promote two shows, but as a promoter, um, you know, at the end of the day, you have to figure out what's best for business mm -hmm. because promotion is a business. Nobody gets into promoting derbies to lose money. That's, right. that's not what it's about. So you have to figure out what you can do to guarantee to get enough cars there to A, pay everything off, and B, try to make a little money. Right. Um, and that's the tough part. I mean, you know, obviously, um, you know, it's <laughs> there, there's no guarantees, but, uh, you know, you so you, you, you know, you have to try to find something that, that works for you. Um, obviously, TJ's done that. Um, you know, and, and I've well, profit's not a dirty word. I mean, no, that's, that's one of the issues not. that you run into with demolition derby as a whole is that profit's not a dirty word, and, and, and promoters are out there to make money. And if if somebody's successful, everybody's so quick to start tearing down what they've done or start oh, yeah. judging what they've what they've purchased or that oh, or yeah. the means. And, and it's like, uh, I mean, to 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 what extent is the um, to what extent is the promoter responsible to take everything that they make and reinvest it back into the sport? It's a great idea, but to some extent, they, they need to make it worth it. I mean, he's been put up, he's, he's probably been putting up with weeks and weeks and weeks of the same phone calls or somebody trying to twist the words or trying to slip something through or, or all these different uh, elements of the game that, that we know happen. And then, then we get to the day of the show and he's gonna be hurtling over concrete walls and he's oh, gonna yeah. have to make everybody safe and then somebody's not gonna have any uh, hot water in the, the, the portable showers and there's mm. gonna be no toilet paper and this thing. And all that's just gonna land on his plate too. Oh, yeah. So when it's over with, it'll be nice to have it over with and, and you gotta have something to make all of this headache worth it. Otherwise you're just moving money from point A to point B and, and why would you deal with those headaches? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, and, and we've heard it, unfortunately, you know, well, he makes this much money. Well, yeah, it's but like you said, profit isn't a bad thing, because the more he makes, you know, the more he can put in the drivers' pockets. The more he can do to and, and this is all promoters. This isn't just TJ. I mean, this is you know because at one point or another, we've heard pretty much every promoter we've you know we've seen or dealt with badmouth. It's you know it's 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 just how it works. But you know, in order for these guys to continue having these shows, they have to be successful. They have to make money. They, you know, like they can't just pull it out of the air, um, you know. And right now, the way everything is, you know, with our the economy, I mean, I couldn't imagine what it's going to cost, you know, somebody from Indiana or Kentucky or somewhere to haul to <laughs> haul to the show. You know, diesel six dollars a gallon. Um, you know, so it's it's tough, but you know, promoters have to make money. And I mean, you know, it's you know, um, people bash Tim Clark about oh, you know what he does. Well. Smash it is Tim's business. That's what he does for a living. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so people can bash him, but he does have to make money. That's how he supports himself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I believe he raised the pay again this year at, at Blizzard Bash. I, th yeah. I, I think the, the national and the qualifying both got raises. National class is paying 50000 to win. Yeah. 
and then the qualifying side is paying uh, twenty thousand to win. And and you know, Frankie guys in the chat right now, hardcore does the same thing, and they're they're yeah. they're keeping all the wheels moving. And one of the things that Frankie does, one of the things that uh, TJ hasn't left lost sight of with with Bash uh, Bash for Cash, um, Christy Germain up in Canada. Uh, the stuff that Spinning Wheels is doing here locally in, in, in our part of the country, they haven't left the little guy behind. No, not at all. Um, nope. When I was talking with TJ earlier today, this is, I, I, I can, the other name that immediately came to mind when we were talking about this was Frankie Guy, and they don't let the guy down the street who only wants to build one car, who yep. doesn't want to run for 10 grand. Yep. There's a place for them oh, at absolutely. the table, and you know, and that's you know that you you brought up spinning wheels. Um, you know, I, I think you know the last you know since they've been in, um, I think some of their best heats are the the bone stock. I agree because them cars are junk when they get done, and, and that's it's, it's how it was when we started going to derbies. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? and it's and yes, I mean you know there's guys that run Chryslers and everything in there, so yes, they're a little more expensive, but they're junk. They but they, we're. We're biased to that 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 whole Chrysler thing. Yeah. So so that we got to kind of put to the side because we, everybody knows that, that that we like the Mopar stuff. But you can guarantee seventy cars with better odds, paying five thousand to win with stock rules, mm -hmm. than you can full weld class mm -hmm. and ten thousand to win. Yes. You can guarantee that. And when you jump from that five thousand to the seven fifty to the ten thousand, it's diminishing returns. Yeah. You should take that five thousand jump from the five to the ten and just spread it through the field and you're gonna have more cars than you know what to do with. You know, and the the funny thing is, and I, I won't say who this was, but I took that to a promoter and I said, Hey, how about this? And the promoter said, People don't people don't come here to run for a second. I said, well, You're right, I agree, but you know, when you when you when you finish second and take home an envelope of twenty five five hundred dollars cash as opposed to seven hundred and fifty dollars cash, you know, it's a little easier to go, man, I'm I'm gonna sign up and go back there next year. And that's I mean, that's you know, something that, that I used to love about Waterloo. We used to get paid to win a heat. Mm -hmm. And then if you made if you made the feature, you got something back. Even if it was just your entry, you right. got that back. So I mean you'd come out of there, you know, if you want a heat and you know made the feature you'd come out of there with you know 150 bucks mm -hmm. i mean that's or 100 bucks you know that was and that was good back in the day you know but um that is definitely something i would like to see and i've you know i've, I've talked to different people about it um but unfortunately it hasn't caught on yet hopefully it will i understand that people don't come to run for a second and it's nice to see that that big price tag i mean it's no different than modified racing oh, yeah. at this point that you see that ten thousand that went up there on the top and it, mm -hmm. it's you know that five figure number is impressive oh, yeah. um but now it's it's every big show mm -hmm. is doing that everybody had to follow suit in order to draw the cars and, and do the costs we can we can yammer on about that forever but i still think that and and you know correct me where i go astray i still think that it is easier to get a regional guy who doesn't like to necessarily travel to big shows. They see the 10,000 to win tag. They're going to say, there's no way that I'm going to go run there because I'm going to have to lock horns with this guy and that guy and that guy and that guy, because that's a national show. If you put $5,000 out there and pay really well back through that, that regional guy is going to, it's an easier sell for him. Mm -hmm. 
And it's also, if he knows that, you know, it's, it's kind of naive to think that, that the guys aren't going to come and run for 5,000, especially if it's paying well back through, mm -hmm. but you can also say, all right, well, so I'm not going to necessarily win this, but it's paying pretty well for fifth. It's paying oh, yeah. pretty well for the, for seventh. Maybe I can justify the, the investment to, oh, yeah. to go do this. And, uh, you know, Frankie guy just said, foo, I don't know. I don't know what he was referring to, but I'd, I'd, I'd like him to uh, elaborate, but uh, I don't know. I, I think, I still think that there's a, I think there's some likes to that argument. Yeah. One I mean, of the names that pops up in that is Guy Raymond. Mm -hmm. Dunkirk's, Dunkirk's going to be well-represented out at, at Buried Alive 3. There's another group of drivers that's yep. the same way. Oh, yeah. Once they broke out a little bit, they're not necessarily going to be chasing those huge purses, even though Tommy Henderson did win Bash for Cash. They're not going to be chasing that huge stuff, but if they go and they start looking back up and down through, they're going to go there. They're going to have a good time, and they're probably going to ruin somebody's day, too. Yeah, there. Which, which <laughs> they enjoy doing. Those guys get after stuff pretty hard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, uh, you know, I would think if if I won the lottery tonight, the first show I would put on, if you made it to the feature, you were guaranteed at least a thousand bucks. Okay, that that would be the first thing I would do. Regardless, you know, if you if we have a thirty car feature, then with thirty cars on the track, everybody in that feature is guaranteed a grand. And then obviously, you know, you would pay down through, but everybody that made it would, you know, thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I I think that would you know that would help a lot of people. I mean. You know, that would at least cover your fuel bills here, you know, here to there. Sure. So, I mean, it would be, you know, it would be a little bit off. But, um, you know, it's hope, hopefully it's an idea that catches on. We do have another break queued up. We're going to run through, uh, tell you a little bit more about some of the people that are partnering here with Crash Course Podcast. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And, and as we told you, we're going to get into some of that stuff with Blizzard Bash. Jeffy's Fab Farm in Fredericksburg, Virginia, specializes in all of your demolition derby needs. We've got you covered from bumper to bumper. Whether you need headers, shifters, harnesses, fueling systems, or complete turnkey setups, jeffysfabfarm.com can help. We've even got a Canadian branch to help our northern customers. With over 16 years in the industry, we've got the knowledge and experience needed to provide the highest quality parts and put you in the winner's circle. Visit our website today or call Jeff at 540-907-3390. Fabby says the best parts come from the farm. Jeffy'sFabFarm.com. Smash Demolition Derby's regular season concluded over the weekend with the annual fall cleanup show. That was at the Fayette County Fairgrounds. The fall cleanup show opening round of action. Dylan Lewis took the win there in the Pro Stock class from Middletown, Ohio. Pro Stock mini class. Matt Phillips got the win from St. Paris, Ohio. He also got the Mad Dog Award for his efforts in the Pro Stock Mini Class. Street Stock full-size Zach Pryor from Greenfield got the win there. Two groups of Street Stock Mini Class. Doug Houston from New Vienna won the first one. Ryan Rui from St. Paris got the second. Street Stock Trucks and Vans. Dylan Christian from Sydney took the win there. And then Youth Mini Car Sean Hicks from Somerville took the win. So now with the regular season officially in the books for Smash It, attention is going to turn to that gigantic postseason show out there at the Stormont Vale Events Center in Topeka, Kansas. Blizzard Bash waiting right around the corner. November 9th through the 13th. Wednesday, 7 o'clock start for the heat draws. Again, all times posted here are the central time zone. Thursday is the first round of actual on-track action. The national qualifying teams will go through their opening rounds. Inspections open at 8 a.m. Again, the action at 6. Friday, 6 o'clock start for round number two. National land qualifying, winner side and loser side. Those will both see action on track along with the limited weld one and done. Inspections again open at 8 a.m. Saturday is the twin bill. 10 o'clock start time for the compact and limited weld teams. That's their first round. And then the youth feature. Then we'll take the afternoon break, come back for a 6 o'clock start for the Power Wheels, all four B features. 
for the compact limited weld national and qualifying side and then the modified and the truck one and done's will both be on that six o'clock card pits open at 9 30 in the morning on saturday that all leads us to championship sunday noon start time for the uh four team features national champions battling for fifty thousand to win qualifying champions going to be seeing twenty thousand to win additional details rules Further details on schedules and driver meetings and everything. It's all available online, smashitderby.com, and it's going to be aired only for you folks to watch it if you can't make it out to the Stormont Vale Event Center online at derbynation.tv. So follow the links, follow the information. If you need anything more, jump online, smashitderby.com. RPM Group is a, pro a progressive waste management business serving nearly 4,000 residents and businesses around Owego, New York. RPM Group can take care of all your waste management needs. Boasting a fleet of two roll-offs and six garbage trucks, RPM is fully insured and ready to serve. Ask about asbestos abatement and surveys, interior and exterior demolition, private parties and foreclosures, curbside trash and recycling, all that and more. Click or call, ask for Corey, tell him you heard about him here at the Crash Course nationals rpm group ny.com or 607-223-8714 well as, as we said welcome back we are going to be uh jumping into this bunch of folks checking in and watching along zach anderson's out there josh wagner checking in as well arden jennings tuning in arden cool. another another blast from the past so it's yep. good to catch up with him um these team lists are absolutely insane uh team kansas is coming back intact it's going to be chad markley justin montgomery brent clemens barry clemens that group won a couple years ago so they're back uh wrp kenny rosno matt hoffmeister tim lang and jared van gameren that team is complete and they're coming back uh calisota style has shifted things up a little bit chris lancaster carson dixon ryan shivers and Artie tressler going to be joining Calisota style so that's going to be uh, uh another um stout team um extreme ski colton newholfson rhett gluey ryan sungalowski and jason brodzinski that's a pretty good team that yeah great to see colton back he has had such a uh um resurgence uh pretty dominant uh, this summer i think two yeah. or three shows he went to and won both the classes yep he's <laughs> he's been doing okay yeah he's, he's he, he knocked a little rust off and good to go uh team bush light is back as a as a full unit mike worth cheesy greg Birkenpass, and Corey nias all those guys going to be running together uh in hopes of defending their championship and mm -hmm. then the crazy iowans they're the team that took second place last year that is lane ferricks justin ferricks jerry lyerly and uh, james kitchell and uh, Kitchell was right down there in the mix of things when we were out there for the mod class um, in March, if I'm not mistaken. All Capital City well, Carnage. Capital City Carnage. So he uh, uh, he had a pretty good pretty good run out there. Team Octane is back again. Dylan Kunkel, Kyle Puttewitter, Booger, and Eric Floyd all running together for Remember Team Booger Octane. Retired? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. A couple times now. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the that's that's the nature of, of what we're working with here with demolition derby. You know, as much as you want to try to get away, it's going to suck you back in. Pulls you back. Yep. Um, GH Graphics. PJ Schnarr going to be running with Scott Shepard, Clint Shepard, and Brandon Kilcoin. That's the GH Graphics team. And then Postal Mopar. This was the Killer Trans team from a couple years ago. Uh, parts and pieces of it. Cody Adams and the number two eleven is going to be with Dalton Palmer, Jason Kinman, and Blake Neely. So that's going to be uh, a pretty stout quartet as well. Um, Another one that in this team right here uh, has shifted their order a little bit, and they just need a break in, in my as team not for hire. Uh, Devin Groneveld, uh, Corey Bonnell, Junior Sukut, and guess who they added? Daryl Ewing. 
Oh, okay. Nice. From, <laughs> Pretty good so, pickup. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a nice recruit right there. Uh, XP Derby product, Zach Johnson, Troy Johnson, Chris Collins, and Jared Heaney. Jared Heaney, we saw him run with a couple different teams now. Uh, and he's been a, a strong competitor. He was on a team with um, Matt Ertman. Mm-hmm. with team extreme at one point yep. and and we saw him run uh the the black and green cars but i can't remember, I can't remember who else was on the team i almost think that that was another one of those minnesota crew um, yeah maybe the second team extreme. the second yeah the second iteration of it it was the year that i don't think colton was on the team that year but so he's he's swung around a little bit uh the team cast is back jackson bernstein justin bernstein Corey peterson and john hayes added to that team and then uh, derby icons derby icons ready for this eric blom Luke Schaffner, Trevor Jones, Tom Henderson. Good team. That's another pretty good team. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I like that. And then uh, uh, Team CPI, David Earl, Mike Schmidt, Tori Hyde, and Nathan Gill going to be running together. And then Team Near It Demo. I think we covered everybody at, at, at this point. Um, team Near It Demo, Ryan Durham, Bobby Whitaker, Terry Timmons, and Brandon Johnson. And I think at this point, when you look at them and uh, Team Kansas, Team Kansas has had some some turnover one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, Near it demo might be the longest tenured team where the four have been running together, uh, or at least three of them, because you've got Brandon Johnson's been with them for the last couple of years, and uh, Ryan Durham, Bobby, Bobby Whitaker, and then Terry. I think Terry I jumped think, in last. I think uh, Ryan. Two years ago. I think Ryan might be the longest tenured driver there, like as a whole out of any of the teams, because he was there for like the original guard speed when they won it. For that team, yeah, yeah. So I think Ryan might be there. The like, he might be the longest tenured driver that's consistently ran this in this uh, in the the national bracket, national side. Uh, and then Chad Markley and Justin Montgomery would probably be right up there too. Yeah. Those guys got a couple wins together. Bet you Chad brings a wagon. Uh, probably a safe bet. <laughs> probably a safe bet. Um, I don't think we got GWC. Tyler Twos, uh, Cody Gaines, Mike Gaines, and Jacob Prusman going to mm-hmm. be on GWC and in, in four four eight. So. Uh, that's kind of an introduction to what they're going to be looking at. Again, heat draws are going to be on Wednesday night, seven o'clock central time out there at the Stormont Vale event center in Topeka. Pick it, pick it. I mean, what, what team, what team would you rather see in your opening round at this point? Yeah, like, we've said it before. There's, there's no easy ends. There's, there's no easies. There's no easy heats. Um, so it's, it's definitely going to be, uh, you know, your, your typical, Blizzard bash. I mean, it's you're you're gonna have to fight from from day one to the end to to take home the the fifty grand. And they're just about full on the qualifying side too, mm-hmm. uh, barring anything unforeseen. So we've got almost a complete bracket all yep. the way around. Um, TNT is going to be the first team across the line. Tim Toddy, Ethan Toddy, Matt Raymer, and Austin Bailey. Elliott Motorsports is going to be out there. I don't know if Elliott Motorsports goes out there. Um, intending to do the evil things that they end up doing uh those guys always drive so hard mm-hmm. they're so much fun to watch um i would love to see what they could do if they were able to make the jump up into that national bracket but they're gonna have to slow down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> dan batdorf is always entertaining uh brett jepperson Jaden batdorf and uh jake twos gonna be that team uh team a to z dylan haynes jake lyons patrick smith adrian vandekamp hlk HLK is going to be a team to watch. Brian White, Tyler Brangers, Zach Eaton, and Jason Koch all running together with them. Realistic Derby Project, Team RDP. 
there's Matt Evans right on cue. Uh, Dalen Brown, Cody Brown, Harley Miller, and Eric Jeffers running with Team RDP. RPM Redemption, this is a team that was in that main bracket for a long, long time, trying to find their way back in. Rick Quast, Tyler Quast, Hunter Quast, and Derek Creetlow, Team OFT. Blake Thompson, Darren Burke, Charles Billman, and Colin Sleezer. I think there's some new names on that, um, on that combination with Blake Thompson. I thought he was with a different group last year. But I can't uh, I can't say for certain because um, it just it's, it's just not sticking with me the way that I wanted it to. Uh, Adam Hoffback going to be making the toe in for Team Two. Uh, Timmy Gomat going to be on that team with Clayton Troxler and Brandon Carp. So that's um, that's going to be a bit of a wild card team because mm -hmm. if if Adam has the capacity to rise to the occasion, oh, yeah. if he decides that everybody's going to just take their time, then everybody's going to take their time around him, and he's going to take his time. If he decides he's going to turn it up, he's going to drive through somebody. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Zur Engineering, Spencer Harrington, uh, Michael Zur, Brody Brown, and Corey Chandler, Mopar Express, uh, Jamie McKim, Calvin Atchison, Jeremy Atchison, and Tommy Gomot. I can't wait to see what they bring because mm -hmm. remember the Imperials are still in play now. Yes. Twisted and metal. they've had a year of they've had a year of to figure it out, to figure right? It out. Yeah, <laughs> out. Um, and then twisted metal, Jeremy Tippy, Junior Hammond, Tyson Combs, another guy that he does okay that whole derby thing. Yeah, he does all right. Uh, Lou Lambert, and then FYF is Jordan Boos, Tyler Etel, Matt Schilling. I was I hadn't seen Matt. I, I overlooked that when I was looking at this earlier. I was wondering if Matt was going to be on there. Matt Schilling, Kyle Lopez, and then shut up, stupid. Love it. Uh, I, well. Maybe I need to be more introspective about that name. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Simmons, Jordan Duggan, uh, uh, Dunnigan, Chad Roach, Mikey Lewis, and you know, I thought Jason Dials was running with somebody in the qualifying. I thought sure. so too. Um, Jason Dials might be on. Uh, these were the lists that were posted um, a couple weeks ago. There may have been a change, and then the other thing is that Dials may have gotten a limited world spot. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I'm almost positive they had, he had pictures building a car. So I, I assumed, which I guess makes an ass out of me, um, that it was that I heard he was going on qualifying. But it, it, wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be Blizzard Bash without Jason Dials. No. He's been there forever. With something um, weird. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and I've said that before, man. I love the fact that he will try stuff. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like to go outside of their, their comfort zones. And right. Jason's comfort zone is whatever I feel like building, whatever I can get my hands on. So that's awesome. Um, he's, he's always been one of my favorite builders and drivers. So hopefully he is a Blizzard Bash. Turnout for what? I do, I do love that. I'm mm -hmm. the, the Elliott Motorsports team name. Um, and there's, there's, some other, uh, there's some other stuff that we're going to dive into here uh, in the coming weeks as we get closer and closer to that because that show, as, uh, as we saw in the drop, it's, it's right around the corner. Going to be Veterans Day weekend again, which is always fun. The first round of action is going to be Thursday. Then we move into the Friday night program, Saturday's Twin Bill, and then at least the championship Sunday. Mm -hmm. And uh, there it is. Yep, Arden Jennings. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. We appreciate it. He's running with the Outsiders. Nice. He'll fit in well there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, we've interview, interviewed him a few times out there. Just a good dude. So it's it's glad to hear he's going to be there. Uh, Show Me Sliders is back. Mm -hmm. um, Caddy Nation is back. I mean, that, that limited world bracket is going to be just as entertaining as, as what we were oh. talking about in the, the, the 50,000 to win national side and the 20,000 to win qualifying side. Sometimes they forget that their cars aren't built quite as heavy as the full weld cars and they, you know, the limited well cars out there, if you put them in any heat out here, they're going to be full well anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, but in the Midwest, it's different. Um, but no, we, we have, we, we've, we've seen, you know, some great action in the, in the, uh, 
that the limited wealth is well out there. So just a great show top to bottom. I believe it was uh, Team Team Ass Kicker last year had the, the musical chair situation happen. And they, they had somebody got hurt, so somebody jumped in somebody else's car. And, and man, what a show that mm-hmm. ended up being at the at the end. That was, uh, um, uh, I think it was Brent. Uh, I'm blanking on his name now. Who do you think, who, Tim Clark Jr., who do you think is going to win Blizzard Bash? The person that adapts the best. Good, good that's, call. That's, that is what it comes down to. If you, if you take this sheet of paper right here, and you can just go, like, and pick somebody or if you can say, run this thing down and say yes uh this is the team you might you might you might have good luck if you went through and say well this team's going to make sure this team doesn't win so we're going to be able to take those two out you might be able to whittle it down to maybe eight or so i was so. going to say put it up on jim's new wall and throw a dart at it he'd love that yeah so uh that would that would be one way to pick it but no and it's you can't you know you can't ever i don't feel you can ever have a favorite going in because it's just, I mean, we, like I said, we've seen luck bite people in the ass, um, you know, and it, it, the, the, the first round usually kind of sets the tone as you know, who's, cause I mean, we've seen guys come out of the first round looking good and then man, they draw somebody in the second round and it's, you know, it's it, over. It, it comes down to a one-on-one battle and you know, the other three cars are junk. So um, it's, it's really up in the air. It's it's really anybody's game when when they get out there. Team ass kicker had to come through the loser side. Zach Anderson just reminded me they had to come through the loser side in order to get back around. So mm-hmm. um, there's no qualifying element to the limited weld and the compact brackets. Yep. The 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 first two teams eliminated from the from the twin B mains. The first team out of each of those is done on the national side. Jason Droz checking in. Uh, the first and second team from the qualifying side will then earn their way into that national bracket mm-hmm. and the uh, the whole point of having the qualifying side eventually got to a point where they can pull somebody up and make sure that the national side is full mm-hmm. um, but these cars are not built exactly identical the the qualifying side doesn't have quite everything that the national side has but all the same it's going to be awesome absolutely always is we do have one more quick break queued up here and then we're going to come back and wrap things up here uh, for episode number uh, 416, something like that, 416, and uh, so we'll be right back. Where'd you go? We did the derby. Ow, my head! You want to do a derby? Hey, Derby World. This is All For Him Racing Videos, where derby never ends. We have people come up and ask, what is All For Him Racing Videos? And the answer is a YouTube channel dedicated to growing the sport of Demolition Derby in a positive and fun way. Our passion is to show the next generation this sport and capture the memories for generations to come. We're just trying to show that you can be a Christian, do crazy and exciting things like Demolition Derby, and just spread the word. We have traveled all over the country filming events, all while meeting many great people, hearing amazing stories, seeing the passion for this sport, and falling in love with the Derby community. We have grown to be the largest Demolition Derby channel on YouTube across the world, with millions of views within our large library of videos. 
We love what we do and can't wait for what the future has in store. We always want to be a place for positive, exciting, and action-packed derby videos. Thank you, Derby World, and enjoy the videos. Demolition Derby Life magazine releases 12 copies a year and covers all of the action coast to coast for the Demolition Derby World, home of the hottest action motorsports magazine on the market. There's over 30 editions that have been published to date. A full year subscription is $119 and past issues are available. They should be coming out with another release here in the coming weeks. Make sure you jump online and follow along. Find out more about Lexi Joes and everything going on with Demolition Derby Life magazine on DemolitionDerbyLife.com. And welcome back for uh, the, the the final tour here of uh, episode number four hundred sixteen, um, Jeffy's Fab Farm. Uh, we talked about we saw the, the the drop a little bit earlier for them. Jeffy went up into Canada, went back home, and took over a bunch of money. Yeah, got the win. Yeah, I, I bet he had a, a uh, LS in it. Uh, not in the front wheel drive car. Oh, it was a front wheel drive. I, I just saw the picture with the. I, I just well, I didn't look that close. I I, I did, kind well, of assumed that's that not it was, true though because uh, Devin had an LS in it. <laughs> and Illumina, remember? Uh, that's true. Uh, that is true. Or, was it Illumina or was it a... Uh, was it Illumina? I think it was Illumina. They stuff it in there? They're in there. Or was it a Malibu? Devin, yeah, they listen. Christy just logged back on. Yeah, I I, I did see... I, I, to be honest, I guess I assumed again, um, but I saw a picture of Jeffy with a, with a trophy and, and everybody, so... I assume front wheel or uh, rear wheel drive, but yeah, I could be wrong. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the class was. But. Pork chop picked up a win over the weekend in a, yeah. his son's van. Great job, <laughs> pork chop. I, I still can't believe that he was like just up the road. Yeah, yeah. How cool is that? And yeah. we never would have known if we hadn't nope. met him if, seven, eight years ago. Right. Like it's it's small world once you once you get into it. And uh, um, he ended up winning up there, and, and Impact had the show. Christy had a birthday mm -hmm. recently. Uh, Christy Germain up there with with Impact, so it's uh, it was it was pretty good. The the truck, or excuse me, the van, that was the one that his kid was going to run. Mm -hmm. And did he did did his boy get a chance to run it or no? He I think he ran it earlier in the year, and then Chop took it for the show and won with it again. So, not bad. Not bad. Nice. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna come home and run Derby, you might as well win it. Callan's checking in. FYF, does that fix your face? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what what FYF is referring to. Maybe one of the teams that we had. Yeah, FYF. Jordan Booz, Tyler Nito, Matt Schilling, and Kyle Lopez. That's uh, one of the qualifying teams. Is what they're hashtagging. So, um, Jacob Franco, I see you. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a, a message come in earlier in the show. How about those Giants? about those giants my goal my my hope as a fan was to be relevant this season um we've been terrible for so long i was just hoping to be in some games um you know i'd like to have a 500 season but unless you go eight eight and one there isn't really a 500 season anymore right. it's 17 games very happy with how it's going it's it's i don't feel bad for my boys liking the giants now um i felt like a bad dad because they're giants fans the last few years um but it's 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 definitely fun to to cheer on your team and, and and win. So we're not where the Buffalo Bills are, but we're we're not where we were a year ago. So I'm what happy. what what decision making did Aaron Rodgers have when he decided to say that is what the team needed to go? And I mean, I, I, I don't I, know if you did. I, you, I feel a little bit like well, what, 
which part? Because right now Aaron Rodgers looks like a uh, looks like he smells like cigarettes and Denny's breakfast. You know what I mean? <laughs> like um, Aaron Rodgers in the offseason did, did some strange hallucinogenic ayahuasca. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's recovered. Nope. To be honest, nope. he. Uh, and how about Tom Brady? Do you think Tom Brady is second guessing his? Uh, his retirement or uh, not staying retired? I I don't know. I don't know what Tom Brady's doing. I just know that the, the, the world is the, the world's tablet population is far safer now with these rules in place. Yeah, no doubt. No I doubt. mean, I thought Mike Evans had a sure touchdown on that bomb, and it just skipped right off of his hands. Did you see the refs are in trouble because I asked him for an autograph after the after the? I uh, did see that. That was kind of crazy. I did. I, re- I remember. Um, that, that story, I was talking to Melissa about it. When I was at Watkins Glen one time, there was a reporter that was ahead of me, and and I I try very hard at the NASCAR events, and, and even when I was working uh, those events for IRL, is I'm not going to do anything that is going to put my past in jeopardy. These people are here doing a job. Mm-hmm. I'm here doing a job. This is not for fun, whatever. Well, this reporter in front of me, and I don't know if he was new or if his kid was just like a Casey Kane super fan or what happened, but he was following Casey Kane and asked him to sign something in the media center with his press credential. And he was out. Like they got a hold of, like they were reading him the riot act. That's so unprofessional. Just carry it on and, and, wow. and ended up chasing him out of there. You know, his face was beat red, but did I was you like, see, you shouldn't do that. Did you watch any of the giants game by any chance? I watched it. Yeah. Did you see where the tight end got hurt? He was, uh, somebody's hand went through his face mask hard enough to break his eye socket oh my gosh and possibly have to have surgery on his septum <laughs> it was bad like they showed a picture of him leaving the field on the back of the cart and like it was already like black under his eye in like a minute wow yeah so he definitely it was it was bad and strangely enough there was no penalty call on that play but yeah. what are you gonna do yeah so the uh um i saw the running back for the jets tore up a knee yeah that's terrible. I I hate seeing. And if you look, like he was being tackled when it happened, but it was. I mean, he didn't take a blow to the knee. It was just he got hit and it tore. And I mean, it, it's it it really blows my mind that these guys who are some of the best athletes in the world, like they can just be running in a straight line and their ACL will go. Like it's it's crazy. It's interesting um, to 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 see how flexible their bodies can be and you see their legs getting wrapped and twisted and you know basically like a like a like, like a dragon screw but oh, yeah. in wwe and yep. it's like yeah it's fine no problem and then running a straight line all of a sudden it just pops yeah, it's but, just it just happens yeah it's it's definitely strange no i thought when you're talking about the tight end being hurt i initially when you gestured toward your face i thought you were going to be asking me about um uh the interception that came back daniel jones uh, oh yeah through a pass and yeah. he got hit right underneath the chin off the top of that helmet i that yeah. didn't look good but he didn't even go down yeah you know no, you're talking about the injuries and how fluky things can be yeah. he did but Tua was back yesterday yep i saw Tua was back yesterday i'm not really sure what we're <laughs> supposed to do with that but Tua was back yesterday I, uh, um, I think the giants are gonna get they're, they're gonna get into some of the heart of the schedule and i think they're gonna uh, Things are going to come back down to a little bit more of a, a more of a, a toned down reality, but they're looking good. Um, the Jets will have to see what can happen with the Jets. The Jets still have to see uh, some pretty stout competition too. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And also, I would like to point out because apparently some of the people on Twitter uh, don't know, but there is only one team in New York. Those two teams that we were talking about, the Jets and the Giants, they both are in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> Okay. 
<laughs> I, I, I'd also like to point out that the Giants were the ones that started started the Bills four straight Super Bowl losses. We had a conversation with uh, with Melissa about that. It's like you know, as good as they are, this could really end up being just a replay of history, mm-hmm. and we don't want that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because but that was also back when that was that, that was also back when the uh, NFC East was an outstanding program. You know what? It was if, Giants, Washington, and then the Cowboys twice. If you, oh yeah, if you uh, if you look right now, if if the if the season ended today, three teams from the NFC East would be in the in the playoffs: Dallas, Giants, and Philly. And last year, I think the the they team were terrible. They were like, like seven and nine. I, the team that won the division got in the playoffs with yeah, a with seven, seven and nine, nine record, yeah, legit. So. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, and, you know, you just never know. Cause like in Derby, a flu kick can blow, you know, blow a knee out and you're done. So, sure can. Um, I don't know. It's probably oh. close to that time. Good question. Oh, Cowboys over Giants. Zach Anderson says WRP going for the win. Honestly, it's just awesome to see the Imperials. Hope to see more 67s and 68s, even though the full framers are better for the rules. Um, when you have the cage rules that you have at Blizzard Bash, a full frame car gets basically a second frame from mm-hmm. from the firewall all the way back behind the uh, back behind the gas tank yes. up to the arches. So, yep. so if you don't have a frame to start with, like a sixty seven or sixty eight Imperial, you're adding that frame in the in in the mm-hmm. middle of the car, sure, but it's just not the same as as the cars that now have built frame rail the top frame. There's rail. there's a couple other ideas that I think are, have been tried or are going to be tried. So. We'll see. Um, you know, like I said, it's they've had a year. You know, the, the ice years are for sure they could run them, um, and they they didn't. You know, they they weren't they didn't set the world on fire. But you know, they hopefully we got some guys that have tried and learned from their mistakes, and hopefully they'll be they'll be out there again this year tearing stuff up. We should look forward to it. We're uh, we're gonna be out there Thursday night. Looking forward to seeing everybody again. Um, we'll be out there. Uh, I'm going to miss the heat draws, but I'll be there Thursday for the first round of action, and then we'll be with you all weekend long with Steve Buckner. Looking forward to that. But I think uh, any final thoughts? No, I think we're good. We covered everything that we wanted to get to tonight. We appreciate everybody tuning in and hanging out with us for a little while. We've been over by about 15 minutes or so, but uh, we we, we kept everybody with us, so that's always good. That's going to do it for this one, 416 in the books. We'll see you again next Monday for 417. Thanks for watching. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.